philosophy of awareness, cultural curiosities, and holographic thinking. You're listening to Serious Wonder Radio. I'm your host, Gray Scott. Our guest today is Eliza Matadalian. Mata is a modern-day mystic, spiritual guide, internationally acclaimed master healer, and the best-selling author of the seven-time award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. She is also the creator of the No Yes Active Meditation CD and the Transcending the Fear of Death and the Unknown MP3. Above all, Mata is the founder of the Lightspeed Dalian Method, a revolutionary new healing modality that quickly identifies and miraculously erases old beliefs and self-sabotaging imprints from the body's cellular memory. The Dalian method helps to permanently eradicate the causes of pain and physical ailments and awaken one's innate consciousness. Through her work, Mata takes the concepts of spiritual teachers and cutting-edge scientists to a practical and immediate experience of healing and transformation. Mata also co-hosts a weekly show on Healing into Consciousness Radio. Mata, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Gray. I'm very thrilled to be on your show. So your book is beautiful. It, um, For me, it was a, uh, a very um, inviting book because, of course, you know, with Serious Wonder, we deal with the consciousness. There was a section on the ego and the consciousness, and I, I, I would love to, to get your input on this. My question is, are ego and consciousness ultimate polarities, or do we need ego to develop a deep connection to consciousness? Well, without the ego, first of all, we won't be able to survive in the material reality. Mm. So the ego is an absolute necessity because ego is like the protective shell uh, around our energy. So it, it helps us to create that energy field to protect um, the body, to protect um, the energy while we go through the process of transformation. And um, it's interesting to note that in order to transform energy, we need the physical body. It's, um, it's almost impossible to transform the energy without it. In other words, when I say transform, it means transform from unconsciousness into consciousness. Mm-hmm. And the reason it is so is because the body is equipped with those seven energy uh, centers or the chakras, the main, there's, there's many more, but there's the main energy centers that, that work as a, as a conduit, as a, as a chamber where the energies transform and the, the, the vibrations of the energy transform and as a result the consciousness transforms so uh, as I have described in the book and I try to to keep it within those seven um, areas is how the ego and consciousness transform or help to grow and transform simultaneously because if the ego does not develop in a specific uh, chakra or the area or, or it could also be divided through our phases of um, life phases um, from 7 years, 14 years, 21 years, etc. So, and every every phase has its own specific environment where the ego needs to develop and needs to grow. And if it's been damaged in 
those areas or during the, the its development phase, obviously that also undermines the transformation into consciousness. And that's why we need the healing process in order to close those holes and then come into the fullness or the, the, the healthy uh, state of the ego where we can then see it and not be identified with it. Mm-hmm. And, when and, you, and when you say ego, I think the first thing that people think of, because there is a modern version of ego, but I don't think that that is... You know, when I say modern, I'm talking about the Western idea of ego. Are we talking about a a deeper uh, understanding of self? Well, the deeper understanding of self is connected with your consciousness. Mm. And if you are, if you have uh, developed, if the ego has developed to a point where you have gone, and yet it has to go through certain phases, and one of the phases is is an absolute necessary phase, is the phase of suffering. Mm -hmm. Because... Through that phase of suffering where we start asking the questions. Mm. And the questions is like, what am I doing here? Who am I? Really? Mm-hmm. And and realizing that life is, is um, not permanent. So starting to seek for those answers uh, that could fi- can help us find that part which is permanent. And that's where then you become a seeker and then you start looking at this ego and questioning what is this? What is my mind? Because this is um, obviously the mind and the ego are very much interconnected. It, the mind creates the ego in a sense, although it's not the mind is neutral in some sense, but what keeps us in the mind is our identification with the mind. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, um, this illusion that people can get drawn into and and only focus on the ego and never sort of move further into consciousness um in other words there is a tendency in western culture to just focus on the ego and never move uh deeper into that because of this illusion that uh, society has sort of wrapped us in um yeah if you if you if you say that in a way, um, I don't know exactly how you mean it, but if you would say the Western culture is attached to self gratification, mm. which is part of that ego, yes, absolutely, okay. and that's that's where I think somewhere we stay immature in the Western Western culture, and also you know the fear of death is very much connected with that. Just recently. Um I went to Peru and, and experienced ayahuasca, and one of the it was a it was a three session ceremony that we went through. And when you're experiencing ayahuasca, it is it is sort of you experience the idea of death. You 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 lose your connection completely to the self and to the ego, and it everything gets sort of ripped apart. And then you know it only lasts for six hours, so you come back and you get a chance to sort of have that difference of observation it is something that um i think people try to avoid yes you, you mean avoid the experience of 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 not having that identity avoiding the idea of death i think well yes and you have to understand why people avoid the idea of death is because of their attachments mm-hmm because they don't want to lose the attachments, because it's um, the, the, 
death brings with it the unknown, and unknown is so vast. And um, this is where the fear comes in. And to not know means you are then um, capable to live in the present and simply observe what's happening in the present. But if you're not able to be in the present and you're attached to the mind which is also uh, always in control and the mind that um, has an identity based on people it knows and things it has and uh, you know the the space it lives in mm-hmm. so then the person almost loses their consciousness in that situation and becomes like a mechanical um, lives their life mechanically and this is what, you know, unfortunately, this is the detriment that we're all faced with. And uh, there's been always in, in our history of humanity a handful of people who have matured enough to want to or, or understand that there's something more and start seeking that something more. And that's why we haven't really grown as collective that much, except um, what happening? What is happening right now, and this happens every 2,600 years, is where we have another opportunity as a collective to come to that transformation. And um, as I was describing in the epilogue of my book, where I had the vision where more people are capable to transform themselves into full consciousness or let's say quote unquote become enlightened and in that transformation they hold the power to be able to transform the consciousness of the masses the consciousness on the planet mm-hmm. and this is this is the the place we're in right now and you know thank Thanks to people like you, thanks to people who are, who are searching, who are sincere, because in order to find the truth, you have to have integrity within, you have to have sincerity, you have to have that, that sweetness, which I can feel from you, Gray. Mm. You need to have that in order to really wish that same thing that your soul will, will achieve. Um, to wish that for other people, to wish that for, you know, more people to achieve. Mm. Normally, the ego keeps us in competition, it keeps us in jealousies, um, and if somebody has something you don't have, uh, you feel jealous, you don't want, you know, that person to have what you don't have, that's what keeps people in the ego, that's what keeps people in the lower vibration. And you need to have that, 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 um, desire to help others, to want to see others also enjoy their life. And with that is how you contribute, is how you 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 share what you have come to accomplish and um, as a result also influence people, you know, directly or indirectly through your energy. Such a beautiful state of living. I love that. Um, and I, I think I... I after reading your book, I, I do feel like this is a beautiful map to help us navigate in maybe through this time period and into wherever we're headed. Um, 
We're going to go to break now, and uh, Mata is running a special um, on her website, uh, which is www.healingintoconsciousness.com. And with the purchase of In Search of the Miraculous, Healing Into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, uh, listeners can register for a free personal mentoring teleclass with Mata. Uh, So again, visit www.healingintoconsciousness.com for details. And please join us for the next hour as we talk with Eliza Matadalian about her new book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. And to get full access to the Serious Wonder Radio show, please subscribe by following the subscriber link on our website at www.seriouswonder.com. <laughs> 